0: I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. During the exciting but eventually wayward course of Green Zone, Jason Bourne discovers the truth about weapons of mass destruction, then teaches a sloppy reporter from The Wall Street Journal how to be a good journalist. In the interests of good journalism, I should say that this new film is a Jason Bourne thriller in spirit and sometimes in form, but not in fact. The character, played by Matt Damon, chief warrant officer Roy Miller, is a supposedly ordinary soldier trying to do his duty. And the director, Paul Greengrass, and his cinematographer, Barry Aykroyd, have achieved a surpassing sense of reality in the physical production. This is closer to what the fighting in Baghdad must have looked like than anything previously captured in a fiction film. Barry Aykroyd, not incidentally, also shot The Hurt Locker. Paul Greengrass and his star have collaborated before, of course, on the born ultimatum and the born supremacy. The difference this time starts with the source material. Instead of a stylish adaptation of a Robert Ludlum novel, the director was working from an overheated script by Brian Helgeland. Chief Miller suspects that Saddam Hussein's WMDs don't exist, so he goes off on his own, off-reservation in military parlance, as a one-man truth squad bent on finding out who's been lying to whom. For a while, Green Zone generates lots of excitement as well as healthy provocation, but then goes off its own reservation into a won't fly zone of awkward preachments and hapless absurdities. Some of the latter involve the journal's role in reporting the war. A fictional reporter for the paper, Laurie Dane, she's played by Amy Ryan, has taken Bush administration spokesmen at their word. Her stories insist that weapons of mass destruction exist because highly placed U.S. government sources have been told they do by a highly placed Iraqi government source identified only as Magellan. Chief Miller learns otherwise by tracking down Magellan on his own. The Iraqi, a high-ranking general in Saddam's army, told the Americans that the WMDs were a fiction from the start, but a double-crossing American intermediary, played by Greg Kinnear, has lied to Washington as well as to the Baghdad Press Corps. How could someone like you write something like this that isn't true? Miller demands of poor Laurie, who confesses to a cardinal sin she never even tried to contact Magellan— but finally redeems herself by putting the real story out after Miller gives her the facts. But doesn't that ring a distant bell, a female reporter for an American newspaper who bought into the bush line on WMDs? Yes, but the paper wasn't the Wall Street Journal. It was the New York Times. On this subject, like so many others, Green Zone weakens its claim to authenticity with fictional fudgings, and the weakening works both ways. In a movie being marketed as an action-adventure, a penchant for speechifying gets in the way of the action. That's a shame, since so much of the craftsmanship in Green Zone is first-rate. But the longer the movie goes on, the sillier it seems that Chief Miller should be saving the United States from self-deception. The Hurt Lockers stayed on the reservation by confining itself to suspenseful action and an investigation of a complex character. Green Zone comes on as born again and ends up out of bounds. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.